Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An Internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show, and I have literally a super person and a star. He is a superstar. His name is Daniel Baldwin. How are you, buddy? Good, brother. How are you? I'm great, man. Listen, I'm excited for you uh, with everything that you're doing. You just recently completed a, a HBO production, Great Gardens. That was exciting. With Drew Barrymore? Yeah, Drew, was a pleasure to work with. I've known her for a long time. And who's going to turn down a, a role to uh, be Drew Barrymore's love interest? Hello. Hello, caller. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's hard work, I know. But somebody's got to do it, you know? Yeah, I know. You know, I'm just glad that it wasn't one of my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> now, the film, though, is, based, is, is is kind of like a factual story. It's based on Jackie Kennedy's uh, eccentric aunt and first cousin. Yeah, it's uh, it's based on the um, the documentary that was done by the British uh, BBC documentarians. Um, they actually were doing uh, something on Kennedy, and they were. Um, they were doing kind of like a pitch reel, if you will, and investigating whether or not the BBC wanted to fund them. So they went into some investigation, and when they met these two, this aunt and cousin of Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis's, uh, uh, they realized that uh, these were far more interesting to do. They lived in this this house out in the, in the Hamptons that was absolutely falling apart, and you know they knew that they would get this attention um, for the film because of the relation. Uh, and that it had gotten so bad for them, and they followed them around. So it's an actual documentary that was done that then was recreated as a feature film. Wow. Um, uh, uh, with me and, and Drew and, and the fabulous Jessica Lang, and it just it was an incredible movie. Oh, yeah, that's right, Jessica Lang. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just legendary, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, to be able to stand next to Jessica Lang is an honor. She's such a, <laughs> an amazing talent. She, she is, she is. Well, so are you. I mean, now, uh, you, you got a lot on your plate here. Um, talk to me about, uh, you're, you're now entering into the vampire genre. <laughs> You've got a movie coming out with, I mean, talk about legends. you got a movie coming out with Paul Sorvino, Daryl Hannah, Michael Madsen, uh, Eric Roberts. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Cecilian vampire you know uh, as much as when i originally was approached and i heard the title i thought oh god i i i've done i did john carpenter's vampires which was you know an amazing movie <laughs> with john carpenter and james woods but i read the script and i gotta tell you it's really really tight i mean it's such a cool twist on a mafia <laughs> movie that this guy um is is uh uh um, Frank D'Angelo is is the uh, writer, director, and star of the film, and, and I mean it's really. You can't cool. go wrong there, right? You can't go wrong there. No, Frankie's a good man too, a good friend of mine. So uh, I, you know, with that cast again, you know, the, sometimes they roll the the lineup out to you, and you just say, "What time is the plane leaving?" I'm off. <laughs> exactly. 
Now, this is supposed to be like a cross between Goodfellas and Dust and Don. Both were mega hits in genres in, uh, in that genre. So, I mean, I, I'm really anticipating this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I can't wait for when it's ready to premiere. I'm going to show up with that one with my best tie on. <laughs> well, what, what role are you playing in the movie? Um, Paul Servino plays the rival family in the mafia, and I'm kind of his muscle, you know. So I play the bad guy that uh, Frank and I, you know, really don't like each other. So uh, it's a cool role. Uh, one of the other interesting things that happened in the movie was, you know, they, they kind of took a little scene from The Godfather where, remember when Sonny Corleone, James Caan, is in the bathroom during the wedding and he's having sex with that girl. Well, they said to me, look, we're... You know, the role that we originally wanted you to play, we're now going to have James Caan play, so we want you to play this bad guy. But in the movie, you have, you're in a club, and you go in the bathroom, and you have sex with this girl. Do you think there's any way your fiancé would want to play this role? So I, I told Robin, you know, she's not an actress, and I told her what it was, and she said, yeah, I'm doing it. She goes, I'm not letting you do that scene with somebody else. She turns around, and the great thing about it was they had multiple cameras rolling, and we do this, you know, we're doing it in the bathroom scene. And they do one take, and they go, okay, great, moving on. And we start to walk out of the bathroom, and Robin turns around and looks at the sound guy and goes, that's it? We're just going to do one take? She goes, she goes I, thought, I thought we were going to have to do this all day. And the guy goes, what, are you kidding me? He says, lady, that's going to be my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see the unedited footage. Uh, anyway, uh, before she... <laughs> I don't want to see the edited version. I want the unedited version. Now, yeah, uh, sure. this is coming out uh, uh, later this year, so we're excited about that. And But what I'm really excited about uh, that I just found out is you are literally tearing up the film festivals and winning awards all over the country, actually all over the world. But recently yeah. in San Francisco, uh, You've got a, this is a very heart, heartwarming and heart touching movie. The wisdom to know the difference. You, had me, you got me at the title. Yeah, the, the wisdom to know the difference is the third stanza of the famous Serenity Prayer, and um, uh, it's about uh, loosely based on a, a couple of people that I kind of combined into one character, the guy that I play. What was interesting was that I, I wrote it, I directed it, I acted in it, and I, and I produced it with Alex Kikichi. Um, wow. Is this your uh, first time doing all of those roles together? All of them at once, yeah. It's the first wow. and last time I'm going to produce a movie. I, I couldn't stand producing. Is um, that right? But, uh, oh, wow. Okay, we'll talk yeah, about that. Was good. I mean, maybe to, to pro separately produce the film, but there's, that was a lot of hats to wear. Um, uh, the film has been in 10 film festivals and won Best Picture 10 consecutive times. Wow. Uh, That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great tribute to the hard work that everybody, you know, put into the film, particularly uh, Myra Liao, who is the female star, and uh, Philip Roy, our director of photography, and Alex Kibichi, our producer. You know, without them, uh, we, we just wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been able to show up. So, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very honored to have such a tight crew and, 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 and production staff uh, on this little film. Absolutely. Well, not only that, talking about legends, uh, you got a chance to work with Lou Diamond Phillips. Lou Diamond Phillips came in, and, 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 and if you see the scene he does, uh, he does only a few scenes, but this one scene he does that I play back on a computer to to uh, Myra Liao's character, uh, it, it's, he does it in one take, and I mean, it's just amazing. He's, he's such a fine actor. And my brother Billy, uh, uh, first time I've ever worked with my brother Billy and directing one of my brothers, which was 
you know, an interesting thing to do. To, to I was going to ask you, like, okay, what is that like? Now, we know it's, you know it's crazy that you, you grow up with these, you know, incredibly talented and quirky brothers, uh, it, you know, and you call family, but now you're producing, directing, and, 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 and uh, 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 telling another brother what to do. What's, what was, how, how does that work out? Well, I mean, the, the, the oddity of it was I got, I, I got to do that and tell him what to do without having to threaten to beat him up, which is... <laughs> so so that, that, was, uh, that was quite interesting. No, he, he did me a favor. Billy obviously makes, you know, more money uh, per film than the budget of this film in its entirety. So, um, you know, it was a great thing to have him come in. But, but I wrote it for him, you know, and, and in the scenes that I do with him um, uh, really quickly. The movie is about a guy who leaves prison. And after he leaves prison, he's asked by a, uh, a, the head of a motorcycle guy, Lou Diamond Phillips' character. Um, he's, he, he, in prison, he gets sober, and he also um, finds God. And so he helps Lou Diamond Phillips' character also get sober. And after he gets out of prison, Lou's still in, and Lou summons for him and says, can you help me with my niece? She's on drugs and she's prostituting and she's in bad shape. And I explained wow. to him, I, I can't, I can't help, I can't help with someone who doesn't want to get sober. You know, on the inside, they had to listen to me, the other members of your motorcycle gang, because you told them and you were their boss. On the outside, that's not the reality of the world. And he said, I don't care what you do, just get her sober. And so I kidnap her, drug her, put her in the back of my car, and get driven up to a remote, uh, um, cabin in, in, in the wilderness and she wakes up, this Latina girl wakes up with no heroin and, and, and not even knowing this, this white guy and, and I said, or you're here for the next 30 days, I'm going to help you kick heroin and learn how to get sober. And it's actually based on a guy I know that did this. Wow. So, uh, pretty, it's, it's pretty powerful and, uh, and, it, and uh, it, it meant a lot to me to make the film. You know, I, I've been in films that have been nominated for 13 Oscars in just one film. Not that I had a big role in that movie, but you know, I've been involved in a lot of big productions and pretty critically acclaimed television series, but this will be the first time I can ever say that as a result of making a film, lives have been saved and people have, you know, gone into getting sober and, you know, that, that's a, that's something that uh, I will always take with me as, as how absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it's absolutely amazing when you make a film that literally is not just entertainment, it saves lives it matters in the world yeah that's a that's a pretty powerful thing so i'm, I'm very proud of it i'm proud of you for doing it um how how emotional was it for you uh, i'm sure certain scenes uh you, you know you had to really be with because this is a heavy topic heavy subject well you know you know and my path too to getting sober took a long time you know i mean i've never shied away from discussing the fact that I'm a drug addict and that I'm sober for many years now, but that it was a long road to get to where I was. So to sit mm -hmm. with my brother, Bill, my brother Billy and have him look at me and say to me, why would you do anything that would jeopardize your sobriety and, and, and why would you do anything to jeopardize how far you've come? I've actually had that conversation with Billy. Mm. So, so to listen to my younger brother plead with me to not do something that he thinks could put me at risk uh, you know, is uh, uh, is art imitating life. So um, it was it was really powerful to be in that room with him and shoot those scenes. Well, you won uh, Best Actor at the Burbank International Film Festival, so I think you're going to have some Oscar nods here, or, 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 or you know, this is this is going to be a, a life changing film for you. I, I predict that. 
Well, you know what I mean? Having seen how critically received has been, don't think for a minute I didn't start writing the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Daniel, we have to add that, that I just found this out. You used, before you got into the business, you used to do stand-up comedy, right? I started in the business as a stand-up comedian, yeah. A lot, I didn't, a lot of people didn't know that. How did you go? How, well, obviously you were funny because you're funny normally, naturally. But how did that work out for you? Obviously you, you, you changed and made a huge change and became, you know, this worldwide phenomenon. Well, you know, in this, in, in this business, you're really known for the last big thing you've done. And, and what happened to me was I, I started as a stand-up, and then I got a, a, a little-known sitcom with Valerie Bertinelli and Matthew Perry called Sydney, and I did a season on that show, and it got canceled. And then I went from that to doing nothing but trouble with, you know, what I cast, John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, Dan right. Moore, Chevy Chase. And so now I was the funny bald one, you know, and suddenly I got Homicide, Barry Levinson's show, and I went from the funny guy to the brooding detective you know, on, and serious, dramatic guy. And, uh, you know, and you go back and tell people, no, actually, he's pretty funny. And they go, no, 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 he's very serious. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's the tough guy. We're going to let him play with you. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I mean, then I got kind of stuck and locked into that. Um, I'm kind of enjoying, though, just making cool little movies myself. You know, uh, in my family, um, you know, there really hasn't been, Alex, Billy, or Stephen haven't really done a lot of writing, nor have they directed. So uh, I kind of like my role where I fit in right now. I, it, it's what I like to do more. I think that I'm kind of leaning more. Uh, I'll probably appear in films that I write, but uh, I, I'm going to concentrate more on the directing side, I think. Then. You really like the directing, huh? You really enjoyed that. Well, here's how I, here's how I liken it, too. You know, I'm, I'm pretty busy in my brain all the time. And when you're an actor, you have four individual marriages that you try to merge into one. You have a marriage to the to the casting crew, you have a marriage to the script, you have a marriage to the character, and you have a marriage to the to the director individually, you know. Uh, um, you know, his vision is very important. So you try to take those four relationships and, and blend them into the best you can as one. When you're uh, a director, it's like being a parent. You know, you you, you take the, the screenplay from its infancy, and, and, and in my case, I write it. So, you know, you're writing this down, and then you turn around and you take it all the way up to when you put it onto the screen or you let them go to college and leave the nest. And so there's far more responsibility and many more dynamics involved in directing a film. And, and I've done 120-something movies as an actor now. So, you know, and not that I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it or bored with it, but it's more stimulating to me to be a parent than it is to be just a husband. So... Mm, I like that. Very great analogy. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. So, so, so I, 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 I'm, I'm migrating much more towards that uh, vehicle now in my career. Now, earlier you said you know you would never do producing. Producing was like a really a, a, a pro problematic, especially in all of the other roles that you were playing in this in this film. Is that something you'll look at down the road, or is it just something to say, eh, if it happens and I have to do it, I'll do it, but eh, not really, that's not the thing I really want to do. Well, it's much more of a factual, it's not, it's not as creative a part. I, I, I think that side of my brain is more um, who I am. So, so in writing and in directing and in acting is much more of a creative side. Producing and numbers and raising money and business and everything, that's not something that really interests me that much. Although, mm -hmm. you know, sad, sadly in this business, it is a big factor. So, 
you know, you look at the things that actually make money versus the things that are made. The fact of the matter is the wisdom to know the difference is, is never going to be a gigantic, probably, you know, film that's going to be seen in theaters all over the world. Although it's worthy, you know, of, of, of a bigger audience than it'll probably have because of the message and how dedicated the, the, the actors and, and the making of the film was, how much to heart they took it. But, you know, that equation never really, you know, uh, um, emerges well, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, you put the right three actors together with the right music and the right this, and that's producer stuff. They they do all that equation stuff, and they, they're there to put out fires of, oh, so-and-so missed their plane, and, you know, what mm-hmm. do you do for this location? It costs this. We need to go, you know, I, I, none of that really matters to me. I, I'd rather just have someone tell me where we're going, how much money it is, and I'll make it work. Wow. Well, I, I really, I really admire that. That's it's, it's it's good to be honest with yourself and know who you are. Uh, lastly, you um, are getting ready to be a dad again. No, I'm done with that. Jeez, if, you, if there's somebody out there that's claiming that, please let me know. Are you? Well, you're not, well, in a sense, you're, you have a two-year-old. You have a baby. You, you're. Well, you're just, well, I have. I, I have. Alec has a two-year, a two-year-old, and is expecting a baby. Um, I have uh, five children. My oldest is thirty. My next uh, is twenty-one. Then eighteen, and then I have two young children, but they're five and seven. So. Not, well, they need to take that out of your bio, my friend, because that's in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, don't wish that on me right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel, I, I can't wait to see. Uh, so let's see, how does this work? Now, right now you're in the film festival market. When will this film go to uh, the big screen? When will there be a release? Well, right now, right now, you know, they play, they play the game now of, you know, um, going to the different uh, distributors and seeing who wants to do what. We're actually just got accepted today to the Salento International Film Festival in, in Salento, Italy. So it will make its European debut in September. Okay. Uh, and then and then we're the last festival that we'll enter uh, is uh, the, um, the Santa Fe Film Festival, International Film Festival, accepted us months ago. So that's in December. So that'll end us. We'll, we'll go into 12 festivals, and we'll see how we do in Europe, and we'll see how we do in Santa Fe. But it'll probably be all sold by then. And, you know, again, that's one of those things where I'll just make them and turn them over to the agents and everything and let them do all that stuff. Uh, you know, the, uh, my interest in getting involved, I'm already on to the next one now and looking at other things that I want to write and I want to do. I was going to say, man, I know you're always busy. Good Lord. You, you know, it, it, it's, it's nonstop for you, but... I can tell you really love doing this. This is this is a passion for you. This is not a job. Yeah, this is this is this is who I am. You know, it's not even what I do. It's who I am. You know? Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know. So you're already thinking about the sequel. Already kind of thinking about what's going to tag behind with what. Uh, oh, what's I'm already out. calling friends. I'm already calling friends to see who's going to be in it. You call it all famous. Fantastic. Man, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with me today. I would love for you to come back, especially when the film debuts and everything. We can talk about it, maybe have some cast members on it. We can have a great time. Great, man. I would love to do that. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. You, you got it, bro. God bless. I'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, man. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.